It's time for the Car Doctor on AM 950 WROL. Got a car question? Call us at 617-770-3030. That's 617-770-3030. Now, here's the car doctor, John Paul, on AM 950 WROL, the spirit of Boston. And good Saturday morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Car Doctor program on AM 950 WROL, the spirit of Boston. My name is John Paul, the Car Doctor, here to help you with your car problems on the Saturday morning. And it is, uh, well, a few days after a good snowstorm. Seems like that's all we've gotten is snow lately, so more and more snow. And uh, I was talking to somebody the other day, and we were talking about car colors, and they said, well, it's New England blue. And I said, what color is that? They said, well, it's a blue car with a lot of road salt all over it. And it kind of turned it into that sort of whitish blue color. So what do you do with your car in the wintertime? We're, we're still really in the middle of winter. It's February. February tends to be one of the snowier mount, months. So what do you do about it? Do you clean it? How do you take care of it? And with us on the phone is a returning guest, Mike Pennington from McGuire's Wax Company. And uh, he's going to help us with some of these things. Good morning, Mike, and welcome back to the Car Doctor Program here in Boston. Uh, good morning, and thanks for having me back. Certainly. Now, all it seems like it's done in here and around New England is snow this year. And it seems as if, too, that um, the... Cities and towns have kind of gotten away from salt, and they've gone to calcium chloride, which I guess works better. It doesn't tend to freeze. It's, it, it works to keep the roads clean. But the downside of it is, I don't know, there's this white film that, once the moisture evaporates off, goes to everything. <laughs> well, and, and that is uh, unfortunate. However, you know, when you think of car care in the summertime, you think of beautification and appearance and and really making it look as good as possible. But in the winter, there are a couple things you can do. But the word changes to more about prevention uh, more than anything. And, and removing of all that buildup is the number one priority during the winter because the longer that sits on there, the worse it actually gets. Mm. That, that's right. And, uh, you know, all the car washes have their signs out to say salt eats cars. And there's a certain amount of truth to that, right? Absolutely. And that's, you know... So when you think about washing during the winter, that's what you're doing. And even if you can't do it yourself with, you know, maybe even a rinseless car wash that you can do in the garage, you know, we have like an ultimate wash and wax anywhere that is great. If you can't do that, you can still certainly go to a car wash. You can even go to those self-serve car washes that have the high-pressure wands. Mm -hmm. and, and those are great for getting wheel wells, undercarriages, your wheels, your brake components. And again... The goal there is just remove that as much as possible, as quickly as possible, before it has a chance to attack that finish. So then when springtime does break, you can go in and do your final cleanup and your beautification once again starts. Yeah, and one of the things, the other thing that uh, we use out here in the uh, East Coast in the snow a lot, those uh, cans of spray de-icer that people use on their windshields to, uh, to melt the ice off of it. And that stuff just strips the wax right off the paint, doesn't it? 
It, it does, and there's a couple of great, let's call them de-icing tools, and that is one way to, you know, take care of that off the glass, you know, but mm-hmm. another tool is certainly the old, you know, infamous, I guess you can say, ice scraper. Right. So, uh, you know, kind of common sense, and a rule there is, you know, don't use that plastic portion of the scraper on the paint, mm-hmm. because you're going to create some, you know, pretty nasty scratches you'll have to deal with later. You know, get yourself one that has a good brush as part of it, or a separate brush, that is always beneficial, but but you bring up a good point on protection, and you know a lot of those de-icers and you know your wax protection is gone, and that's a good opportunity to bring in a product like a spray wax. You know something as simple as our ultimate spray wax. You know is a quick and easy way. You know let's say you get a peak, you know 40, mm-hmm. 45, 50 degree weekend, you can hop out there rinse your car, put a good coat of spray wax on it, and kind of buy you a little extra protection so when that snow comes that, you know, two days later, you have a little bit of confidence that you put a little bit more protection on that car for you. Come on, 40 degrees, we're outside in shorts and flip-flops. <laughs> I've got no comment on that one. <laughs> it's, it's 68 here, and we put jackets on, you know? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, but uh, you know, you brought up a good—you brought up a really good point about cleaning the snow off your car. You know, out here, you know, there, I'm looking out in our parking lot here today, and there's uh, SUVs and minivans with snow all over the roof. And these same people may have gotten a little bit lazy and decided, I bet if I'm really careful, I can take my shovel and try to get some of the snow off the car and all of a sudden now you've you've nicked the paint or maybe you got a a push broom that was used to sweep the driveway afterwards and you you used it to push the snow off the car and once the car all dries out you find out you put a lot of little minor scratches in it how can you take care of that with the products that you guys have well, you know, when, when springtime comes and, you know, that process kind of changes back to, you know, let's get this car ready for spring and summer, there's a lot of great products on the market that are designed for removing scratches and oxidation. You know, the key there is we have a product called Ultimate Compound mm-hmm. that works fantastic, but the key is always use a compound type of product for scratches and swirls that's designed for the new modern clear coats. You know, a lot of people will go grab that, old tub of orange stuff it, yeah that's it of let's call it rocks in a bottle yep and they uh you know bless their heart you're, you're trying to remove these scratches and in many cases you go backwards because you put more scratches in because clear coats are so sensitive so make sure and grab a product that does exactly what it's designed to do on the newer modern finishes and if you got a large car like a suburban or if you've got a you know a big truck and that's, you know, crew cab. There's a lot of great tools like our DA power system that uh, attaches to a drill and really takes the elbow grease out of it so you're not rubbing on that vehicle all day. And you can still compound, polish, and even wax with these tools. Well, that's a you brought up the DA power system, which um, I haven't seen it yet, but I understand from uh, talking to your folks, we have, we're going to be getting two of those to give away to our lucky listeners. Uh, tell us what's in, what's in the DA um, tool kit. I guess is a good way to describe it. Yeah, well, this is a, a fantastic tool because professional detailers have been using, you know, DA polishers, and DA stands for dual action. And that means the, the pad actually rotates and oscillates like an orbital machine. Mm-hmm. So it's really impossible to burn your paint finish or put in swirl marks with these kinds of tools. 
So what we did was take that technology and build a little, uh, adapted it to a tool that attaches to your drill at your house and turns any drill into a dual action polisher. So this kit has that attachment. It actually has two compounding foam pads, two polishing foam pads, two waxing pads. It's got a full-size bottle of our ultimate compound to remove scratches, a full-size bottle of our ultimate polish for gloss, and a full-size bottle of our best wax, which is ultimate liquid wax, all in a little kit for you. That, sound, that sounds great for somebody who uh, maybe doesn't quite know where to start. Sometimes what happens, you go to the auto parts store and you walk over to the shelf, and it can be pretty intimidating. Well, you know, you've heard us reference that as the wall of confusion. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it really is. So, uh, you know, we make a great effort to, uh, you know, be approachable and reachable, you know, via our customer care center phone number six days a week. Uh, you can go online. We've got a lot of great videos on our McGuire's YouTube site that really walks you through how to wash, how to clay, the five steps of paint care. In fact, how to even choose the right wheel cleaner. We've got a great video on that. So we're here for just about anybody that wants to reach out, and we'll walk you right through how to take care of your specific vehicle as well as potential problem. Yeah, that, that's uh, so important. And, again, I'm kind of looking out in the parking lot here, and I would say 90% of the cars out in the parking lot here this morning have some form of alloy wheels. And the alloy wheels are taking a real beating here this winter with the salt and sand that's on the road. And you, you mentioned that you have different forms of wheel cleaner to try to get those wheels back in some semblance of good shape, right? Yeah, and that's, you know, that, that we kind of circle back to that prevention. You know, as you mentioned earlier, you know, keeping that, uh, all those minerals during the wintertime off of there. But when it comes to actually cleaning, boy, wheel care can be tricky because there's so many different types of surfaces. You mentioned the alloys. You know, there's painted, there's anodized, there's chrome, there's aluminum. And if you choose the wrong wheel cleaner you can actually damage that wheel permanently. So we offer a chrome wheel cleaner that's designed for chrome wheels. It does a fantastic job at removing brake dust and road grime. We make a great wheel cleaner for factory-coated silver wheels, and we even make a Hot Rims aluminum wheel cleaner that is designed for those very sensitive uh, wheels or even sensitive brake components because you really don't want to use anything too strong on those delicate wheels, or, again, you'll permanently damage them. Yeah, it wasn't. It doesn't seem, at least to me, that many years ago. Somebody came out with a great wheel cleaner, but it actually was some form of an acid. Although it cleaned the wheels, it was pretty tough on everything else it got sprayed on. I think it was probably the rough equivalent of like an oven cleaner. Yeah, and that's that delicate balance of understanding what you're working on. Because, for example, a chrome wheel, you know, you can actually spray a product that falls onto that acid side of the pH scale mm -hmm. and be very effective and be okay. However, you take that same chrome wheel cleaner and spray onto an aluminum wheel, and you're going to have a little bit of uh, damage there. So, again, understanding what you're working on, choosing that right product, and then certainly we like to say, you know, uh, read the friendly label because that's going to have those directions on uh, how long to let it dwell, you know, before you wipe it off, rinse it off. And that's what they're on there for. So uh, slow down, and you'll actually get better results. Directions. They have a lot of words in them. They get all confusing. <laughs> what a concept, right? Yeah, I know. Well, let's, uh, you know, let's take it, you know, let's uh, kind of take us through 
a little bit of um, kind of general cleanup. Uh, I, I was just uh, where the the radio station uh, where we are. There's a building and it's an indoor sports complex. And I just saw a uh, Toyota minivan pull up with a bunch of kids in it. It's got about two inches of snow on the roof, but I can see from here that all around the uh, rear of the wheel wells, where uh, not just the front drive tires but the rear tires are all covered with salt and sand, and the car itself uh, looks like it could use a good bath. And, of course, once we get all the snow off the roof of the car, um, and that's, that's probably actually a good place to start. Uh, you see some people washing cars. They wash from the bottom up. Some people wash from the top down. Um, to me, it makes sense to wash from the top down. But what's the right way? Well, you're spot on. Top down is certainly what we recommend. And, and washing is one of the most crucial steps because you're removing all those loose contaminants. And an, another good thing to do is use two separate buckets. One has your wash solution in it, and the other bucket actually has plain water. So you're going to want to start from the top working down. That way you minimize all the dirt and uh, potential contaminants that you may carry back onto the car. But, you know, grab your soap solution, start one section at a time, and before you get more soap on your mitt, Go to that plain water bucket and rinse and wring out that mitt really well. And all the dirt and snow and buildup from winter that you've gotten in that mitt gets dispensed in the water bucket. You get rid of it. Then you go back and grab your fresh suds, and that really minimizes the chance of scratching that vehicle during the simple wash process. Yeah, it, that's, that's a lot of good advice right there because I have seen people, they'll take some of those... Uh, I don't know what to call it. It's maybe like a microfiber cloth, and it's on the end of a broom handle, and they dip it in there and wash it. And, and you know, maybe it's okay for cleaning the, you know, undercarriage of a tractor-trailer, but maybe it's not exactly the kind of thing you want to use to take care of the, the expensive finish on your car. No, absolutely. And, you know, again, we talked about these finishes are so delicate, and they scratch so easily. You know, uh, the quality of the wash mint, the quality of the drying towels, all comes into play uh, because if you put swirls and scratches in it, you're certainly going to have to come back and remove those, which we can easily do. But you want to enjoy your car. You want to spend that extra time driving it down that spring road, summertime with that top down. That's where your time should be spent. Yeah, that sounds like it makes sense to me. And how about how about the interior? You know, the interior of a car this time of year, I know you guys are exterior finished people, but the interior of the car, you bring so much junk in the car with you uh, with boots and winter shoes. Uh, the interior can take a beating, both not just the carpets, but uh, door panels and all of that. What can we do to get that stuff clean? Yeah, we do actually make quite a few interior products, and, you know, a couple uh, winter tips there would be keep that interior clean and dry. You know, there's a lot of great companies that make winter mats mm -hmm. that are designed to capture that snow and, and, and snow that's going to melt in the water. Try to capture that in a specialized mat and rinse that off, take it out clean and frequently, and if you happen to get dirt, you know, your kids, your dog, you know, we all have that as we're headed out on the weekend, Vacuum that interior, brush that interior. You know, we have a product called Quick Interior Detail, or that works really good on the vinyl, on the leather, and it really even safe on navigation screens to get the, the grime off of there. But again, frequent interior care doesn't have a chance. If you do that, you, it doesn't have a chance to soak into the carpets, stain those carpets, and again, creating more work 
in the long run. You used the word frequent a bunch of times so far. A lot easier to do a quick detail once every week or two than six months goes by and next thing you know you're spending the entire weekend, huh? Oh, absolutely. You know, we are a big proponent of, you know, frequent car care is easy car care. And we kind of equate it to, you know, when you clean your house. If you vacuum and dust your house once a week, one, it doesn't take you too long. But two, it always looks really, really good. So if you take that same mentality to a vehicle with your quick detailers, your quick interior detailers, and, you know, spend a half hour, hour a week, um, it's always going to look like you just detailed it. And then, you again, you can enjoy it and have that time back to do some other things. That's so true. And I think we've, we've talked about the interior. We've talked about the exterior. One of the things that... Uh, frustrates a lot of people is glass the glass on cars today it picks up some of that film that comes off from all the outgassing of the interior materials is there a good product out there that is just can keep that glass as clean as possible well there's there's a couple things you know when on the interior vehicle you're never going to stop that outgassing especially on a newer vehicle as you know but that's where a combination of a good interior glass cleaner that does not have any, ammo any ammonia in it, and you want to stay away from ammonia-based glass cleaners because they can potentially damage some of the aftermarket window film that you apply. That, in conjunction with a premium-quality microfiber, that is going to remove any of that outgassing, potential smoke, fingerprints, food, whatever you have on that interior, fantastically fine. On the outside, you know, glass cleaner with a microfiber, but we also recommend taking clay bar, such as our smooth surface clay kit that you would normally use on the paint. Mm -hmm. Clay works great on glass outside to remove all those same particles that land and fall on your glass, whether that's the front windshield, the back windshield. If you do that before you clean or you do that before you put down a, uh, a water repellent type of product, Boy, oh boy, you'll see a big difference in, one, the clarity of that glass and how easy that towel glides across it. Now, our listeners might not be completely familiar with clay barring a car. Can you kind of give us what that means? Sure. Clay bar technology came out of the you know professional detailing industry. And if you think about when you drive your car each and every day, boy, oh boy, there's all kinds of particles that actually fall on that vehicle. And when you don't have a chance to wash that car... Uh, as often as you wish, those little particles will actually bond to the surface. So next time you wash and dry your car, you may realize, wow, my car feels a little bit rough or my glass feels a little bit rough. What, you know, you may not be able to see it, but you can certainly feel it with your hand. And the clay bar technology uh, is designed to safely remove that. It's almost like a piece of silly putty uh, that you're slowly gliding across that surface and it makes that paint go from as rough as sandpaper to as smooth as glass. And the benefit to that is your polishes, your waxes, everything looks better, everything works better, everything lasts longer because you don't have any bonded contaminants that are stuck to that finish. And I would have to think even as far as when it comes to cleaning, if there's less friction surface on there, the car's just going to clean up easier. Absolutely. You know, I mean, it, it's just... Positive, 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 positive benefits there. And, and I think you were correct in saying not a lot of people know about it. And, in fact, on our YouTube channel, uh, we actually have a great video that talks about what clay does and actually how to use clay along with all the benefits of it. 
you brought up something earlier when we were talking about interior cleaning that I think a lot of people don't think about, and that's the navigation screens and, in some cases, the speedometer and, and other uh, dashboard displays. They can be very sensitive to scratching, right? Absolutely. Very sensitive to not only scratching, but, um, you know, chemical um, attacks. So, you know, you think the, you know, the interior cockpit of vehicles these, these days, and they're loaded with electronics and, you know, larger screens, and you have the entertainment in the, you know, for the kids in the back. And if you use the wrong cleaner on that from a chemical side, you can actually deteriorate and fog and stain those screens that are really a lot of money to replace. So we recommend, you know, being very careful with a premium microfiber. And I mentioned our uh, quick interior detailer is a great way to remove fingerprints, dust. You know, you drop a French fry, and you can use it on all surfaces, including those instrument panels, and be safe that you're not going to damage it chemically. But, again, make sure you're using a premium quality towel so you don't get scratching as well. Well, your products, I think, by the way you take the customer through your products, let's face it, when we all get our brand-new car, we're out there, we're cleaning, we're vacuuming down in between the seats, we got the little crevice tool out, then the car gets to be a year old, and we're maybe cleaning it, and we're not vacuuming as much in between the seats, and then, you know, year three, the French fry falls down between the seat, (laughs) and we kind of forget about it. Um, But if you... Kind of look at all this, and even if you decide, hey, you know, I've owned my car for a couple of years now, it's starting to look a little bit shabby, you can go through either McGuire's website, look at all the YouTube videos, call you guys up to try to get some answers on how to keep your car, car clean, but also take that stage of products that, okay, I might need, you know, I might need cleaner, but I don't need polish, I might need wax. You, you sort of take everybody through that. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's all about passion and pride. And, you know, no matter if it's a brand-new car, you know, a three-year-old car or a 30-year-old car, you know, those processes still are very similar depending on your expectations. Um, but car care, if you're struggling, you're working too hard, you're sweating, you know, you're aching, you're probably doing something wrong because with the right products and the right technique, Car care should be fun, and we have a great saying here is car care should not be the reason you need therapy. Car care should be your therapy. <laughs> well, that that certainly, uh, I think for people who, and for us, we kind of look for that beautiful springtime afternoon where the weather's just right and the air's dry and you get out there and uh, you, you clean your car and you're just sort of enjoying the outdoors. That is therapy, and, and I think, uh, you know, being able to do that... Uh, is just very beneficial. When you have to try to cram it all into a short period of time and you sort of end up with so-so results, you probably go, well, that wasn't a lot of fun. Yeah, there's nothing more frustrating than, you know, spending that afternoon working on your car and you stand back and you're really underwhelmed, Mm. you know, by by using all those, you know, right tools, techniques, and products. You should stand back and just go, wow. And really have that big grin on your face and, you know, just look around and, and enjoy that process. I, I think that makes a lot of sense. The only thing we haven't covered so far, I think we've covered all aspects of the car, except for the tires themselves. Uh, what's the right way to keep those tires looking, you know, either matte and black or shiny and black or just making them look good? 
Well, you know, it's funny. We get a lot of calls on, on tires, and probably the number one complaint is, you know, you spend all this time detailing your vehicle, and then, you know, your tires are dressed like a, a pair of polished shoes with a suit, and there's nothing better than that. But then you drive away, and all that dressing slings up the side of your car. That can't, that doesn't look good for the finish. <laughs> yeah, we hear that all the time. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk to people and educate them on, um, during that wash process, clean that tire thoroughly using a good tire cleaner and remove all of that old tire dressing. So you've just got a good, clean uh, rubber tire ready to accept new dressing. And the second part of that, we just launched a brand-new product uh, that should be just going into the stores pretty shortly here called Ultimate Black Tire Coating. And this is a product that, when sprayed onto that tire in a thin, even coat, is actually not going to splatter, is actually going to last about three to four weeks, give you the gloss you're looking for, and give you that durability. But, again, the key to making tires look good and look good for a long time is clean that tire and don't overuse any product out there. So in that case, if a little's good, a lot's not. That is ex just the opposite in car care. That is exactly right. Sounds like all good stuff. Mike, I want to thank you for taking some time out of your Saturday. I know it's early where you are, uh, but I truly appreciate it. Where can we find more information? The McGuire's website is? Uh, McGuire's.com, or feel free to call us at 800 347 Five seven zero zero. We have our surface care specialist six days a week ready to take your call and walk you through any challenge you may have. Really appreciate it, Mike. Thanks, and enjoy the rest of your weekend. John, take care, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Bye -bye. That was Mike Pennington, uh, uh, just a guy who knows an awful lot about car care and finishes. We need to take a break. When we come back, we might be playing a little bit of what's that? We'll find out in a minute. <laughs> 